Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett-Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I am worthy of being loved. As of this recording, I am 52 days sober, and today I'll be sharing with you my experiences of working my second step of the 12-step program. For those of you unfamiliar with the second step, that is, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And when I first read that, I was somewhat overwhelmed because I had just gotten to the point that I realized I was insane when it came to alcohol and the way that my mind worked about it and that I was powerless over it without the help of something more. But I had a really rough experience being raised Catholic in Catholic school. And so the idea of higher power um, automatically came to mind that that was God and God and I hadn't been closing in quite some time. I remember being told as a child to pray for the things that we want, and I remember trying to pray away all the trauma that happened to me and I knew would be happening to me and continued to happen, and it never worked. And so going into Catholic school, where it had little to do with the spirituality of faith and more to do with facts and numbers and history of religion, the history of religion, especially Catholicism, isn't the, the, the best history lesson in the world. And so it, it kind of turned me off from religion between the fact that, you know, whenever I would ask for help, it wasn't there and I still got hurt and I still was a drunk and no amount of praying fixed any of that the way that I knew how to at the time. It really had me worried about this step. Uh, until someone in the program mentioned to me that the step is not about the who or the what the power is, but on what it does for us. So in theory, the, the power could be anyone or anything. So I decided to take a step back, and I looked at my life at that time, having been sober for a, a week or two, and I had already come to the conclusion that I made insane decisions because of my drinking and my addiction all the time. You know, I would think I need to get drink to get creative but then I drink so much that I couldn't create anything I would drink because I was stressed at work and I thought it would help me relieve it but it just made me feel more anxious and depressed and hopeless about work I would drink for every reason and none of them ever worked so I definitely was insane because I kept on trying it again and again and there wasn't any change you add that up with the fact that my rock bottom wasn't that bad, so to speak. Now, if you ask my husband or anyone in my life around that time that was aware of what was going on, it was bad enough, but I still had my job. I still had my house. I still had my husband. I still had everything that I had before I quit drinking that I did after I quit drinking. However, one day I stopped. 
you know, I consider it my rock bottom because that was the one event that was a wake up call for me. But there was no real rhyme or reason as to why this time clicked when every single other time I had ever tried to get sober didn't click. The, you know, the, the fight wasn't the worst fight we ever had. The drinking wasn't the worst that it's ever been that time. All of it was not as bad. So what could have intervened, in my opinion, other than my higher power? So at first I fell in love with the idea of the higher power being the program itself. I started attending meetings with this group that I fell in love with everyone there. It's my home group. And, you know, at first that was my higher power you know, just working the steps, going to the program, going to that meeting, talking to those people helped keep me sober and started to teach me that there was a better way. However, the more that I am spending time in my sobriety and reflecting back on my life, I do realize that there were so many times when I was drinking that I should be dead. Some of those times I wanted to be dead, but I'm still alive and that's more signs of my higher power, that I have this person or thing that's looking out for me that is keeping me safe. And it's not something that just appeared once I got sober. It's a power that I had in my life well beforehand. I just wasn't aware of how to look for it or see it or acknowledge it because it wasn't serving my will. It was about me serving its will, which is more into the next step. But before we get there... Yeah, there were, you know, the way that it clicked for me, I, I am a video gamer, and so I'm used to having HP as your health points, your hit points in games. It's what gives you life and keeps you safe through all your battles. If your HP is running low, you need to top it off, or else you will surely fall in your next battle. And so that is how I kind of related higher power. One day when I was journaling about it, and I was like, how the hell am I going to get my mind around this higher power bullshit? And... I was writing it all out, and in writing, I shorthand, and so I kept on shorthanding it, HP, and then finally it clicked. I was like, it's like HP in my video game. And so, yes, that might be silly for some, but the thing is that it, it works. I realized that video games have been something that have been in my life, my entire life, that I love. It's always been my escape. In some ways, it was my first addiction, but it is something that has always been a good escape for me. And putting it into terms of something I love so much, having my HP, I got to take care of it. Going to meetings helps restore my hit points. Reading the book helps my hit points and health points. Everything that I'm doing helps kind of replenish my HP for me. And that's what's going to be keeping me safe as well as sober. And that is how it clicked for me. I'm sure it's works a little bit differently for everyone as we find our higher power. So I would love to hear how you found yours and what your experience was like. You can do that by emailing me at gayapodcast at gmail.com. And thank you very much for listening. Please rate and review if you found this information helpful. Make sure you follow us so you get more episodes every Monday and Thursday. Monday, you'll get the pleasure of having these audio diary entries like this. And then Thursdays, I will be where I air guest interviews that I'm working on getting lined up and continuing on through the coming weeks for you all. So thank you very much for listening. If you need help immediately, please call SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. And... As I mentioned earlier, if you're interested in sharing your story, getting involved with the show, or just saying hi, we are always an email away at gayapodcast at gmail.com. 
And until next time, stay sober, friends.